I've saved this tiny green apple to eat during the show. The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Cut a hole in some sheets, cut holes in a sheet, candy an apple, bob it, and get ready. It's H time. I don't <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can bob for an apple once it's Just, been candied. Yeah, I'm sure you sure. can. They're super buoyant. You push it down far enough, it'll rocket through your ceiling. I'm I, saying the rich caramely exterior is gonna wash right off once once doused in water. I, I feel like maybe we should put a limit on the amount of holes one is going to cut in a sheet. Yeah. Not just some holes. Was it three, four, twelve? I think some hole I think if you have I think you gotta have two for the peepers and one for the penis. Okay. <laughs> That's my thing. That is a spooky. You're going ghost. as a horny ghost. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a yeah. Because they can't. Well, you know. Yeah. They have to watch everybody having sex. This is my brother, my brother and me, an advice show and Halloween prep show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Do you think we should just start adding to that that disclaimer, the advice show for the modern era, and also shows a show about ghosts that love to fuck? Because that's pretty <laughs> much all we talk about anymore. Can you imagine if we destroyed a horse and it turned into a, a ghost? That love to fuck. That would be like our what our whole show is. Yeah. Basically. Hey, by the way, if you haven't had your Halloween costume planned yet, <laughs> there it's it is. right there. You're a dead ghost horny horse. You will be the only one at the party, I guarantee. All you need is a friend who is a good sport. Yeah. Did you ever did you guys ever read that old comic strip, Casper the Overly Friendly Ghost? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved that one. Until it got canceled. And thanks, McCarthy. Thanks for nothing. Do you guys have uh, your costumes planned? Yeah. You know what you're doing? Yeah. What? I'm going I mean, to... This is, I'm going this to is our Halloween prep show. This seems like the time to talk about it. I'm going to go as Freezer Gaddafi. Okay. I'm, I'm post-street murder, uh, currently uh, housed in a freezer while the people decide what to do for my body. My whole uh-huh. line is going to be, it's never been this chilly in Libya. Yeah, <laughs> my line. I That's your whole goof. That's, That's my, a pretty good line. I made a. Uh, I made Remember a Gaddafi before goof. Before I up in this chili, like that kind of. <laughs> I made a Gaddafi goof yesterday, and somebody was like, "Whoa, man, <laughs> the shit's still that that wound is still fresh." It's like really, really like fuck that guy. Him? <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck that fool. I hate him. Fuck that guy. I don't even what? know what he did, but I know I'm supposed to hate him. So there. Yeah. I think he he wore outlandish shirts and mm-hmm. terrorized an entire nation. Okay, which is the yeah, worst crime? Both of those. As yeah, Stacey Clinton. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hey, every so often, my wife or I will lend a small amount of money to a friend. Usually, small, like twenty dollars. Problem is that sometimes these different friends try to repay us in gifts <laughs> instead of hard cash money. For example, they'll suggest buying me coffee or a bottle of wine to service the debt. 
I've even had a friend add me to his Costco membership and then propose that it counts as repayment. <laughs> <laughs> these friends aren't in the poorhouse and have the cash on hand. Should I take these alternative gifts graciously or be firm and require money? That's from Vexed in Vancouver. Oh. Who needs who needs an amount of money that is under twenty dollars? Yeah. Like that's I if if you just wait, you'll make twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just chill out and someone will give it to you. Money I, is so boring. Money is just it's great to get paper. But once you get that paper, it's just paper. You can't well, do anything with it. You're basically having your friends go out and buy you exciting things, like a Costco membership. That's worth its weight in gold. But it's and not the that additional heavy. details of this, though, where he he said the problem is is that what they spend the money on is not things he would normally spend money on. That's not a problem. That's an awesome. That's the opposite right. of the problem. A Costco right. membership is the sort of thing that you tell yourself you're going to get, but no one really knows how to get them or what counter to go to. Yeah, and you'll go there and you might ask the wrong person. <laughs> and, the, and then they're like, you're out of Blockbuster. What are you right, talking about? Right. And then they're like, Blockbuster clothes. What they should do is get is add all of his friends to the Costco membership and then demand that um, whenever he loans them a trivial amount of cash like this, that they should repay him in something from Costco, such as, you know, a four-pound bucket of gummy worms or something. Mm -hmm. I got you this industrial-sized silly putty. Mm -hmm. Hey, and I hope you like Ferrero Rocher, because here's a pyramid. (laughs) I heard heard you like crybabies. I got you a bucket. (laughs) Chew Chew on this. Yeah, you know I, that candy that you haven't had in thirteen years. <laughs> they've been you remember tear jerkers. Yeah, I got you some tear jerkers. They've been stockpiling them at Costco. Here's a whole barrel. I really did have a bucket of. That's the one thing I've ever bought at Sam's: a bucket of crybabies. I used to be all about that, and it hard. I bought a bag at H E B last week. Did you? They're good for. Here's what a lot of people don't recognize: they have such therapeutic uh, qualities. If you have a sore throat or you're stuffed up, pop a crybaby in there. The sour will make it go away. That's free advice from us. To free you. advice from me. Tea is for bitches. Real okay. nice crybabies. I think that the problem with this whole situation that he's running into is I, I think it's different if your friends say, "Would you rather have a bottle of wine <laughs> or that twelve dollars I owe you?" Mm-hmm. Like, but they're just going, "I got you this wine to pay you back." But like, that uh, wasn't the arrangement, bitch. Here's a hun- I oh. hate buying wine though, so a hundred percent of the time I'm gonna go with the wine, like. Yeah, yeah, but then it's point. an awesome game show friendship. Yeah. You oh, could have right. what's behind door number one, or you could take the cash. This is great. This is a great thing, though. I'm excited about this. I, I, the cool play is to wait till your f- friend borrows money, pays you back with a bottle of wine, and then the next time they hit you up for money, you give them that same bottle of wine back. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's bartering. <laughs> oh, I thought this was the economy we were in. I thought we were in a what? wine economy. What kind of relationship do these people have with their friends? They're like, ah, oh, man, I need $16. Better go get Jerry. <laughs> I am not the town ATM. They nobody, have money. Why no, are they borrowing money from their friends? Like, no, Nobody needs six. This is what I'm saying to you. This is the bigger problem I have with this. No one needs less than $20. Nothing costs that. Like, nothing costs less than $20. Just stop going with your friends to the dollar store. Right. Like, Hey, listen, I just parked outside your house and the parking meter is going to cost me like $8. Can you hit me up? Like, that just, you should have walked. You shouldn't have driven. Maybe a movie ticket, but even then, like, there's a. There but are why would you go to the movies and not bring money? 
That's uh, an important question. See, and I also kind of feel like if you pay for a ticket for your friends to the movie, I, here's what here's what I'm having a problem with. And maybe this is just because I'm living. I'm in the I'm in the eighty two percent, so mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. living an affluent lifestyle. But I kind of feel like anything under twenty dollars is almost like a gift. Yeah, you're doing anyway. Like I wouldn't think of that as like a. I did this nice thing for you because I got you. I gave you twenty dollars. I'd be like, oh, I got to do something nice and help you out and give you. Mm. So you know, like, not, the, the way I look at it karmically is over all the times in my life that I've bummed money off people for things. Now I'm karmically paying that back by being like, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. I got see, it. See, I in my yeah. head, I have a tiny bookkeeper with a green visor and one of those <laughs> one of those receipt machines that just like the the receipts fly into the air comically. Uh-huh. Uh, and right. I have a running tally of exactly how much money everybody owes me all the time. And I'm not miserly about it. I'm not going to go after those people. But, uh, Travis, you owe me $364. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, Justin, you and I are to- totally even. Which nice. Is, which is nice. Yeah. Which is nice. But, I mean, all of all of my friends, like Stu, Stu owes me $455. And, like, I'm never going to forget about that. Ever. Ever, Stu. Cla- that's classic Stu, though. Coming yeah. To God forbid something happens to Stu and you never see that money. Oh, I have already lost a, I, a lot of funds. Uh, unrecoverable funds. <laughs> Gaddafi, I drew 20 spot. <laughs> Gaddafi? That fool owed me $12. 12 whole dollars. <laughs> he was like, Griffin. And he sent you a bottle of wine and you're like, no, Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. Griffin, can I get a scarf? It's so chilly in Libya. Give me a yeah. $12 scarf. And you're like. Well, we were hitting up the bars on 36 and he was like, oh, man, I left my wallet at home. It's like, Gaddafi, I got you. And I did got him. And then you know what happened? He went and got himself killed. Thanks, Gaddafi, for nothing. Yeah. And all that full drink is buttery nipples. Yep. And so you know it's going to be a pricey night. Yeah. My serious advice to you is that you don't accept the money and you don't accept the gifts. And you make them live with that. You make them live with that debt and you cash it in when you are ready. Make everyone you know live in constant feeling of, of being indebted to you. That's going to be a hard policy to reverse, though, because they know that they can come to you with a bottle of wine and you say, okay, we cool. So the next time they come to you with a bottle of wine, it's going to be tough for you to be like, nope. No, I think you do exactly that. Hey, I got you this bottle of wine. No. No, that is not dollars. I cannot spend that. turn and walk away. In this economy? (laughs) No, you got to go so hyper polite. It's got to be like, no, 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 I can't accept this. It's too, it was a gift from me to you. And then you just let make them live with it. It's the most sort of hostile yeah, a, generosity you can muster. If it's a small thing, if they're like, here's some, here's a can of Planters peanuts. It was two dollars at HEB. You can't be like, no, no, no. The, that dollar, that that money is a gift. What if you just, fucking peanuts? You need to calm down. <laughs> what if you set up like a like a Godfather esque kind of friendship economy where you're like, no, no, no. But there will come a time when mm-hmm. I will call on you for those planners peanuts. Hey, you know, Stu, I need you to fucking murder him. It's like, dude, <laughs> you gave me $13. I'm not going to murder Stu for that. <laughs> and maybe they come to you. They say, hey, I know I owed you uh, $10, but I got you this jar of peanuts. You turn it, upend it, dump the peanuts out in front of them and say, with juice, it's $12. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> You gotta put the juice what on. Peanuts? That's the problem. What peanuts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you got to put the juice on because a lot of people will load. Gotta get pe- the juice on. <laughs> a lot of people will. You load better go to Walgreens. Wait. No juice. You better Wait. buy me a can. Buy me a can of emerald nuts with the chili lime sauce on them. <laughs> that then will be cool. Hold on, real quick, just to clarify, Justin, you're saying that when you loan your friends a small <laughs> amount of money. You gotta charge a really high interest. It's like a hundred and fifty percent loan. The smaller the the amount, the more juice. <laughs> if that, Here's if you two dollars tomorrow, you'll owe me six. If I loan someone a dollar and later they try to hand me a grubby piece of paper that has one written on it, I will tear it in half in front of them. What am I gonna do with one dollar? I'm not the sort of Have person you- that accepts one dollar bills from people. That's your department. If you have you noticed, that I'm like, not the poor one. You're the poor one. Whenever, <laughs> what am I gonna do with have a you know, dollar? <laughs> do I look poor? I'm rich as shit. I'm the I'm the. Bank. I got dollars all over the place. I, I thought you sneezed and needed something to blow your nose into. <laughs> oh, sh- tear this into confetti and throw a shitty party. That's the only thing I could do with this right now. Give me a dollar. <sighs> Keep it. If you are going to borrow money from a friend and you are going to pay them back with cold hard bills, make sure they're not grubby. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're not dirty bills. If they can go through a soda machine, I'm not interested. It's not. It's. I'm not even talking about the relative crispness. I'm talking about bills that looks like you got it from a cashier and we're like, oh, cool. I'm going to keep this right in my butt. Like I'm going to put this right between my cheeks and keep it there for a while. Why did you put this bill in between your cheeks? Why? Well, and then you give that bill to other people. God, it's a dangerous wallet. Cash is so gross. <laughs> if God didn't want us to put dollar bills in our butts, he would not have left a slot there. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's Don't talk about the change purse. Nature versus nurture. Hey, <laughs> that, that did not relate. Nothing um, in that made sense. I, I have a problem with a buddy of mine that I'm hoping you can help me with. Um, Travis, you used to be so good about paring these questions down. I meant, I meant to pare this. They're down. like I, epic poems now, but okay. He and his wife gossip so much, and I get uncomfortable when neither I talk to them because of it. Uh, I was talking to him earlier today, and out of nowhere, he brought up something very personal that his wife had been told in confidence by a mutual friend of ours. I'm talking about a little secret nobody expects that will be kept. Neither of us have any business knowing it, and now I'm not the, and I know I'm not the only one he's told. I've tried to say things like, I don't need to hear this, or that should probably be between you and your wife and so-and-so. And he plays it off like it's okay if he's told me as long as I don't tell anyone else. I don't usually like being confrontational, but this is the type of thing that I should be confrontational about. I don't feel that I'd be out of line going up to his wife and telling her to keep her mouth shut about these things, but I honestly feel like that wouldn't do any good. How is someone supposed to handle gossips like my big mouth friend and his even bigger mouth wife? Too mad to think of a clever name in Iowa. Unacceptable excuse, but we will answer your query. I I almost would like to say, like, emergence theory, eventually this will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. And, like, all your friends will be like, oh, we, we shouldn't tell anything to Gossipy Jane and her gossipy husband. Yeah. But really, in real life, people... That's not how it works. Wa- yeah, because people want to talk about their problems to whoever will listen. Um, I Hence think you got our show... You gotta give them, you gotta give them like a a lesson. You gotta treat them. You gotta treat them to a lesson, like a hard a hard learned lesson. Like go around and tell everybody uh, about your big mouth buddy Mike. And you gotta say, oh yeah, Mike, he's got. Don't tell anyone, but he's got shingles all over his dick. And just tell it to everybody. 
tell it to every person that you know and see and encounter. And then when it gets back to Mike, he'll come to you and be like, hey, Dave, what the fuck? And you say, now you know how gossip hurts, shingle dick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see this as a huge problem for you, provided that you don't give these people any information. Like, don't you want this information? Don't you want to be Lord Varys? The master of whispers, like, don't you want to <laughs> know what? Know all the Pardon? the spider guys? Come on, don't you want to know all the secrets in the kingdom? Like, I, I, I don't see how as long as your loose lips don't sink your specific ship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. So you want to be able to trade in this information? So you're saying that he becomes like a vault, just a uh, well of information about stop, everyone they know, right? Until that information becomes relevant or. It, valuable to him. I think I think the problem though is that sometimes like you find out the wrong thing and all of a sudden you're just laden with this power. Yeah. Like you find out that such and such is cheating on so and so and you're like, what do I do with this? Now I know this thing and every time I look at them, I know this thing about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that that can be like that can be destructive. That can ruin a friendship. And also it- this person's gonna have to live in fear of his friends big mouth and his friend's big mouth wife like every time he does something that he doesn't want other people to know about yeah. like oh yeah. yeah he was at his in-laws house and he uh he tooted and nobody heard it but i know <laughs> i know and now you know is is it a serious enough offense that you could stop being friends with these people because that's sort of where i'm at like i don't think you could talk someone into being more trustworthy no like i don't think you could say it hurts my feelings when you're shitty because you're a shitty person so please stop it like, yeah. yeah hey everything about you sucks can can you do something about that? Yeah. But it just then, seems to me like if someone's sharing these very personal things with them and they're going around telling people, they like are fundamentally missing the purpose of friendship and trust. Yeah, like, I mean, it's hard to... Yeah, I mean, all you can do is sort of close yourself off to them and stop trusting them, which is kind of what I was saying before. Like, you, you stop giving them your information. And mm-hmm. what I would also tell you to do is encourage other friends you know to stop giving them juice. Yeah, and if mm-hmm. they ask like, "Why don't aren't you as forthcoming as you used to be?" You say, "Well, because you're fucking gossipy." Yeah, and that's sort of like cold. You know, I think it'll have a chilling effect that that would hopefully correct the problem. And like, I, I would say to try to avoid you know too big a drama. Don't tell your other friends like, "Hey, they told me this thing about you." Say that they're very gossipy about your other friends, just so that you aren't gossiping about them to other people. I don't know, guys. I think you got to keep feeding the beast a little bit. Because I feel like the second you start starving these people like this, they're going to start making shit up, and then and then the shoe is really going to be are, on the other foot. Are you saying feed them misinformation? No, I'm saying then feed them little trivial stuff, like the time you tooted at your in-laws' house, so that they don't like go around saying like, "Oh yeah, uh, Mike got feline AIDS." Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I see. Yeah, I heard. Don't Mike make got them rickets. quit cold turkey. Yeah, you gotta you gotta drop them off a little bit. I don't know why it's got to be some obscure venereal disease that you've got but that seems to be like the kind of <clears throat> like the worst kind of information to trade in my, f- my fingers smell like chlorine don't tell anybody <laughs> you promised my socks don't match keep that to yourself uh do you guys want a yahoo answer yes please uh, i guess i have a few uh this one was sent in by diego garcia thank you diego It's by Yahoo Answers user Lewis, who asks, 
I have a 20-gauge shotgun and need a nickname for her. Don't say Betty Lou or Old Yeller. How about Shooty? <laughs> okay, that's very direct. That's shoot very, gun. Shoot How about gun. Very literal. Yeah. Gunny Gunnerson. Gun. Very, a very literal Not name. Doing good so far. Okay. Yeah. What about Qaddafi Slayer? Whoa. <laughs> this is the one. Okay. This is the one that brought him down. Brought down the big dog. Yeah. <laughs> I went Punched. over to Texas and I grabbed him by a stupid, this stupid collar and I said, listen, Qaddafi. Get out of town. Get out of here. Pulled him out of his trailer home. Yeah. <laughs> Punched his hide. meal ticket. Can't hide in Texas, Gaddafi. Yeah, he wasn't really. And he looked incredibly white. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was weird. And that he was a was woman, weird. which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about? Uh huh. Shoot caliber. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like a medieval thing going on. Can we call it Operation Iraqi Freedom? <laughs> you can't. You can. Maybe yeah, I like that patriotic angle, the glittering eagle. It's got to be something. It's got to be something patriotic, right? Like for a twenty gauge shotgun, it can't be something like. I like, like the idea of a girl's name, but that seems more applicable to like an old automobile. Yeah, or what a if, pistol. What if you named it Top Gun? <laughs> <laughs> what about Red, White, and Boom? Because <laughs> that's very, very. Your pride is there. Um. These colors don't fun because uh, <laughs> these colors don't gun. I'm sorry, Griffin. Ah, uh, fuck me, shit. Um, how about the only friend I'll ever need? Uh, what about uh second Second Amendmenty? It's kind of okay. a, a classic personification. The right to bear harms. <laughs> How about Betty Lou? Damn it! No, you did a bad job. Did a bad job. Mm. How about Dracula? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is... Okay, this is a vein we need to explore because your gun's name should be scary. (laughs) This is my gun, Wolfman. Yeah. Dracula. This is my gun, The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. How far out of the Universal Monsters over can we go? With these gun names, I mean, can it be the creature from the Black Lagoon? The gun. That's where I, I think was at. So. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. <laughs> hey, what about Tim Gunn? <laughs> That's good and butch. Yeah, I like that. Maybe hot that. shots, hot shot, hot shots part two. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> this is my gun, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, the gun. <laughs> this is my gun shooting. <laughs> Um, it's my Charlie Sheen impression, everybody. Oh. If it's told, I couldn't bust it out. What about um, <coughs> two and a half barrels? That's not I bad. Guess it, I guess, but it doesn't make sense. There's only You gotta barrels. put another half barrel on you there. You gotta put a tinier barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's some of the suggestions that Yahoo has provided. Oh, uh, Big Mama. Okay. No, that's good. It's got a nice... Um, sure, I guess. It's got a nice. Is there another? Is there a? What was the Big Mama's house? That Big was, Mama's gun. Big Mama's gun. That's good. Norbert. Oh, uh, Norbert the gun. Uh, the wife. Uh, Old Blue the Terminator. The Apple Corer. Now hold on, real quick. Okay. Brother said not Old Yeller, and yeah. so other dude just went for a different color. Yeah, Shiloh. Old Greeny. Um, something for an old dog that's near death. Uh, what? 
It's a good dog name. I'm, it's a good gun name. I mean. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were saying that was the name of the gun. This is for an old dog that's near death. Trust no, me. No. Um, Stacy or Jeff. So, so. Mrs. Bang Bang. Baby's, uh-huh. baby's okay. sister. Irene. Grace. Um, I call mine the 20 gauge. The shotgun is yet to complain about it. Okay, what do you... What? Hold on. So you didn't come up with the name, is that what he means? He's, he just calls it what the gun is, and the okay. shotgun hasn't protested so far. Um, Vern. Oh, Jesus Christ. Blood first, then a name. A gun earns its name when you make your first kill with it. <laughs> oh, no! This is this is my gun. Accidental family tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I'd named it before. This is my gun. Take that, uppity bus driver. <laughs> this is my gun, Nirvana Ruiner. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm tapping out of this. Hey, yep. <laughs> MBMBAM, is it weird for a straight guy to paint his fingernails? I've been thinking about this for a while, and I would really like to paint my fingernails a color like blue, but I'm not sure how socially acceptable this would be. I also wonder what girls think if they saw this and they don't already know me. What do you guys think, inquisitive in Illinois? Real quick, I just want to clarify something about this question that I know to be true. Whether it's weird or not has nothing to do if you are a straight guy or a gay guy. Yeah, that's a... It's the, yeah. That's a misconception that I find very funny. Like, if this was a gay guy doing it, it would be totally cool. Yeah, what I don't the, even think the gay oh. thing enters into it. Like, I don't think... I mean, I... Obviously, there's a, it's a gender identity issue, but I, I wouldn't think it would be any more or less socially acceptable for a straight or a gay guy. I, I don't think it would matter, really. Um, did, did we get this because we talked about nail care last week? God, I never thought when we started this show that this would be, this would be one of our, our frequent subjects. I, I think... To- I mean, if you're asking the question, I typically think that if you have to ask if something's socially unacceptable, it probably is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, obviously, it's socially unacceptable. It's it's, yes. it's not a thing that people do, but that shouldn't stop you from doing it, you know? Listen, you doing it isn't going to kill somebody. It's not like the end of the world. You do it, and you want to do it, then do it. But, yeah, you're going to get some weird looks, and people are going to give you shit about it. Like, because it is weird. if you want to... Isn't that sort of like... Isn't it sort of like the... Um, what was it we were talking about where if, if you are the sort of person that we're talking does... About, yeah, we were talking about manicures and hats. Yeah, like, if you're the sort of person that can pull that off, that's, that's your style, don't let it keep you from it. But, you know, mm-hmm. things like, um, oh, like, take Penn Jillette, for example. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Penn Jillette, Penn Jillette. Is, a, is a cool guy, and he's, you know, he's uh, rock and roll, manly. You know, I don't think he's... he, he um, is somebody you could accuse of being unhip, and he rocks some some nail polish. Now on there. I don't know who that is, but I just assume that it's somebody who's is it somebody who's like Wait, Chris Angel? You, you know, you know, Pendulette is. Is that like Chris Angel? No, it's like like Pen of Pen and Teller. Not. Are you serious? I'm not familiar. I know who Chris Angel is. Is it somebody like because he also paints his nails? They no, they they do the magic goofs, like oh, kind of like Chris Angel. You mean they're basically like Chris Angel? Yes, okay? yes, they Griffin, yeah. Chris Angel. They're okay. like a fat and silent Chris Angel. You're telling me that it's like people who do magic tricks and illusions. And, okay, um, and 
acts of misdirection. Mm-hmm. Uh, prestidigitation. Prestidigitation. So um, Ledger main. Uh, and their nails are painted. So, I mean, if it walks like a Chris Angel and <laughs> sure, wears, yeah. wears big black pants like a Chris Angel, then it's probably a Chris Angel. If I see yes. somebody floating above the Luxor, I've got to assume that's Chris Angel. Yeah. So what you're saying is, yes, he can paint his fingernails as long as he engages in prestidigitation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, no, I think what he's saying is if he paints his nails and engages in prestidigitation, he is, by all he rights and purposes, Angel. he should be able to walk into any bank and say, <laughs> I, I would like can to I, withdraw the $37. Can I see two forms of identification? Sure. Check out these nails and this awesome card trick. <laughs> check, out oh, these, okay, cool. check out these nails and I'm wearing your watch. <laughs> let me get a uh, let me get a couple hundo. <laughs> just peel just out. take it out of the Chris Angel account. <laughs> take out the one labeled Fun Money. <laughs> Sir, this is a Bank of America in Des Moines. You you do not have fungible assets here. Oh, don't I? Check it. Holy shit! Where all this money come from, <laughs> Chris Angel? Come? It's in my hands, and it has your face on it. Mind freak. <laughs> I ruined a hundred dollars. Holy shit! I think maybe Chris Angel just robbed this bank. <laughs> Either Chris Angel robbed the bank, or he just ruined a hundred dollar bill of his. Which I don't think he has should those we, to lose. Should we call the cops? I let me just let me think for a second. My mind is still freaked right just now. Just give me a second. I'm reeling. I gotta unfreak it up here. Uh, you know, does anybody know if mind freak's still in the air? It's gotta be. Um, did we all think about Chris Angel in the context of Mind Freak, but you, what we rarely think about is that Chris Angel is a real person who has <laughs> who, to like, go, goes home and makes waffles. He goes to Whole Foods and he <laughs> he buys kale. Like this is something. This is a real person that does these things, right? Um, he's not just magicking all the time, or maybe he is. Wouldn't you like to think that he is? Like even at home and no one's around. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden the coffee's in the glass and he's yeah. like. Sigh, Mind Freak. Yeah. My problem with it. Mind Freak is that it it it's unfairly um, it's unfairly watchable because it's constantly taunting you with the possibility that you'll see Chris Angel killed before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an irresistible ratings bait. Yeah. I think, and it's not fair. And I think they do have to deliver on it eventually, at yeah. least an amputation. Like t- today, I'm gonna set myself. Uh, a blaze while a man shoots a revolver at me. Like, oh man, clear the TiVo. Here what we if, go. What if Chris, Chris Angel really just one day like wanted to cash it all in? Like, mm-hmm. he just gave up, and so he filmed it, and it was like, oh, what an awesome trick. Oh, he's not moving. Yeah. Today I'm gonna drink lava. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Chris, 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 I maybe wouldn't not advise this one. that. Um, maybe you should cancel this one. He, I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and I cannot fucking handle his whole style his whole yeah there's a thing on there's a thing on okay if you go to any tv right now there is an ad for the show and the tagline of this like i think it's a maybe a trivia question or an interactive game and it the question is will you save or kill chris angel the game (gasps) is called kill chris angel okay like they know what they're doing with this and they they're playing off her desire to see him die hey world if you see Chris Angel, give him a hug. Just tell him like that it's okay and that it's gonna be all right. And maybe, you know, he just wants to hang out. Maybe just buy Chris Angel a beer. We could save Chris Angel's life today. <laughs> I would. I would like to try to reach out to Chris Angel and say, it's not that there are many people I'd like to watch die on TV. 
but yeah. you you are the only one that keeps taunting me with the possibility, and that's yeah. the only reason I'm so hungry for your death. Like the you first know? season of that show started out as real magic, right? And now it's just like fucking bear baiting. Like yeah, it's it's waiting Actually, to watch Chris see, Angel die. Did you see the bear baiting episode? <laughs> I thought that it was gonna gobble him up for sure. Um, all I hope is that Chris Angel, uh, when he like does do something like drink lava. I just hope that his last words are, like, mind free. <laughs> and, and, and now the mind that is freaked is my own. <laughs> I, I have freaked my own mind. <laughs> Good night. Sweet and now friends. it's time to mind freak Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May flights of angels freak thee mind to thine rest. All right, Chris, you know, it's, it's true. A, I, I got to go through the book here and look at all of your life's uh, sins and accomplishments. And what? You're already inside the gate. <laughs> hey, St. Peter, I'm wearing your watch. <gasps> oh, mind freak. freak. You know, this is a, a when I worked at Best Buy, um, there was a day when I swore Chris Angel came into our store and yeah. like walked around and bought some CDs. And I'm like on the radio going, I swear to God, Chris Angel is here. It's Chris Angel. But it wasn't Chris Angel. It turned out to be the lead singer of Hinder. Oh, <laughs> he just had that look like I'm somebody terrible. Yeah, that's part lead singer of Hinder. You don't know CD. me. You don't know me, but I'm the worst. <laughs> I got a vibe from that guy. Like I wanted to see him die on TV. Was that Chris Angel? No, that was Hinder. Mister Hinder. Uh, Griffin. If I'm ever going to buy CDs at Travis's Best Buy, then I'm going to need a trip to the money zone. I don't own that Best Buy, just to clarify. (laughs) It's not my Best Buy. Uh, First up, to Glenna, from Patrick. Griffin, what's the message? Uh, Patrick would like to wish Glenna a very happy anniversary. Uh, she is his best friend. And you know what? His beautiful wife. <gasps> Congratulations, Glenna, on both of those achievements. It's their 10th anniversary on October 27th. Uh, they've been married for 10 wonderful years, and he knows that they will have many more to come. Uh, a song from Griffin would be awesome, but I understand if it's not possible. <clears throat> I mean, I can try. Um... Sugar, sugar, how you get so fly? <laughs> Amber is the color of okay. your energy. Oh, Glenna is your wife and will remain to be. That's hey, <laughs> Tyler, uh, you don't get a song, but uh, Chelsea and Trevor Woodburn want to wish you a very, very happy 31st birthday. Ooh, the big 31. Justin, you're coming up on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Not a very special one. Just that that march march to the old grave room. Me and Tyler, (laughs) arm in arm. When your burden becomes too heavy, I will will help you carry it. I will Mm. carry that burden with you. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. Like a a bridge over... Old ass troubled water. What if instead of celebrating your thirty first birthday, you celebrated the ten year anniversary of your twenty first birthday? Oh, that's fun. That sounds really great, Cheryl from accounting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, this next one, guys. Let's take a step back because this one's all about Joseph. Travis, give me the pitch. Well, here's the deal, ladies. 
Hey, His ladies. His name's Joseph Buchanan, or JJ. He's 20, but he's turning 21 on the 29th of October. He moved from Wichita, Kansas to Lawton, okay? To manage a subway while I go to college. Well, you Wait, go to what? college? I jump tenses. <laughs> hey, on. Joseph, would you mind just working at this? Would you be a sandwich engineer for me while I do my four-year? <laughs> <laughs> Can you work at subway while I go to college for us? Thanks. He, uh, he enjoys reading, playing video games, and you can contact him by searching on Facebook for Joseph James Buchanan. This is a, this is a, a stand-up young man, and I feel like he's got... I mean, he's almost 21, so he can buy you booze. If and he's getting himself a college degree, ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and gonna, a degree in sandwich engineering. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a, a cool a cool guy. Um I'm I'm looking at this profile right now. He's got some great interests, like some great films. Three hundred, Anchorman, Dune, he's there for you. He's Mythbusters, in, Scrubs, he's into it. I'm looking at a picture of him doing he's benching like four hundred. And yeah. then here's a video. Here's a picture of him, and it looks like he's been making love for like a really long time. So he looks really competent in that department. And it looks like he's been doing it like really good too. He's been doing it like super good because like she is high fiving him, and uh, there's a clock on the wall that's like a timer, like a stopwatch, and it says thirty five. <laughs> so they've been so. at least doing it for thirty five minutes in this good manner. <laughs> Uh, now, Griffin, you're you're going into the realm of fantasy, like impossibility. <laughs> but uh, so, ladies, get at him, Joseph James Buchanan. If you want to get onto the uh, money zone, our 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 jumbotron, where we focus in on one of our very special listeners, uh, go to maximumfund.org forward slash jumbotron, and uh, you can do that. And and if you're a business that you want us to highlight, Griffin will write a professional style jingle for you. Uh, and and sing it. I want to thank Joseph for being so brave as to be our first personal ad. I know. Yeah. Ladies, I hope- please don't let us down. Get at him. Please get him some. Please get at him. Recently, an ex-boyfriend of mine has moved back to town. We get along. We don't really gel as friends. Problem is, he gets along really well with my older sister of one year. Uh, they hang out together often, which makes me jealous in a he-was-mine-first kind of way, which was somewhat juvenile. It makes me feel silly, as without her influence, I feel no need to pursue him. Do you know if it's possible to overcome this jealousy? And if so, please share this wisdom childishly covetous. Oh. Oh, the heart, right? Oh. The heart. It's the trickiest muscle. Tangled web... Of tissue and blood and bones. That's the heart. Well, it sounds like it's a heart freak. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like freak you. sounds like somebody's trying to heart freak you. I mean, this dude knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. He's like the Chris Angel of hearts. <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Your name's Tom Jones, Chris Angel of hearts. <laughs> so on my name tag. Yeah. Um, yeah, he knows that he's doing it, and I think. I don't know, your sister might not have intentions like that, but you gotta talk to your sister, I think. I don't think yeah. that this is I don't think this is such a ridiculous thing. Like if one of you two is hanging out with an ex girlfriend of mine just like broing out, like I would yeah. I would say something to you because that would It would be weird, yeah. It would be weird. It wouldn't necessarily I don't think it would upset me in a way where it'd be like jealous in any way, but it, it would be so weird. That it would be yeah. off-putting for me. 
Yeah, and I think that that's sometimes the heart's stupid, and I think your heart may be mixing up the fact that it's weird with making you uh-huh. feel like you want him. Like your heart doesn't want him and doesn't want to be back with him, and and you're. In your head, I can hear you saying that. Like, you you recognize that. What's happening is you're... The weirdness and the hurt of your sister doing that is is making you jealous. I, I think more specifically, you're a little hurt that your sister is doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, more than you are jealous of their relationship. And I think, if nothing else, just talking to your sister about it just to clarify the situation. Because your sister might say, like, oh, I was being nice because it's your ex-boyfriend. And, you know. But... <clears throat> finding out what's going on will at least help you clarify how you're feeling about the situation. It's it's you're on some tricky territory here because it's I think your focus is off a little bit and your focus needs to be this is a thing that's happening that could upset your relationship with your sister, which is mm-hmm. so 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 much more important than than you being uncomfortable with your ex-boyfriend being back in town. And yeah. I'm willing to bet that if he told your sister, she would say, oh, I didn't realize it was bothering you. Cool. Yeah. Like, I I won't hang out with him anymore. Yeah. Or... It won't be that important to her. Yeah. Family Ditto. first, you know? Family first, blood before wine. <laughs> sure. Griffin. What? Um, what? That's what this, Dracula says. <laughs> this Yahoo is sent in by Dracula, uh-huh. who is also known as Matt LaBelle. Thank you, Matt. Dracula. Matt LaBelle is Dracula? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I knew it. Son of a bitch. Uh, by- Matt. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bobby who asks, Neck freak! <laughs> who asks, Is it offensive to dress up as a giant penis with a pair of boobs to answer the door for trick-or-treaters? <laughs> I am planning on donning a giant penis costume complete with plastic boobs and a plastic butt piece. If I answer what? the door for trick-or-treaters, would parents be offended? I mean, it's not like people have to ring my doorbell, and it is my house. Is it violating anyone's <laughs> rights? I mean, maybe it would be better if I didn't answer the door. <laughs> okay, so wait, you just wait, sit wait, in wait. your apartment alone, dressed up like a boob dick, <laughs> drinking boob dick with butt piece. Why does? <laughs> what? What's your theme? What? What's the overall palette of this costume? So this Why does year, the dick have boobs? <laughs> I'm gonna understand. be. I'm gonna be freezer Gaddafi. Uh, I oh me, I'm gonna be a ghost. I'm going to be a boob dick complete with plastic butt piece. <laughs> you know, it's a, I'm not doing just one. I'm, I decided I would go for the full Monty, the full nightmare Monty. Yeah. You know, if you pulled down Prince's pants, that's what you would see, right? <laughs> you, pardon me. The artist formerly known as Prince, you have, you have boobs and a butt on your penis. You have an anatomically correct penis. You, it's like you have a sexy lady as your penis. Yeah. What's going on down there, Prince? Does it? Does that even? Does it work? It does. You know the only thing that comes out of it. Purple rain. Purple rain. God damn it! Oh no! Uh, well, that's the end of the show, folks. How, Seventy-seven good episodes. This how? I think that the kids, I, I, I even that's the, the six-year-old that comes to your door and opens it is going to be more confused than upset. <laughs> they may not even make the connection that you're supposed to be a penis. Like, what do you... You're like a naked woman with mushroom wearing thing? a mushroom on your head. I don't... Are you naked, here's, Susan Powder? Like, what? Here's the thing. I'm willing to bet that if you're the type of guy that sits around and thinks about this question, people aren't going to be ringing your doorbell. <laughs> they know that guy's house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying... Can we... Can 
we, but he does give away full-size candy bars, can and we, that's the trade-off. Can we get a vagina on this costume? <laughs> and you can be like, you can be like Bacchus, god of sex. <laughs> I am everything. It's easy. You just put it over the mouth hole. <laughs> What do you no. want? What are you in the mood that, for? Does that, uh, I got it all. Does that boob butt penis have a Van Dyke? No, <laughs> I, I can understand your confusion. <laughs> is that a Hitler mustache? It is not. It is not. It is a. What if you just did the vagina as a hand puppet? Oh, Christ. How good would the candy bar have to be? <laughs> Before you, if some, dad... it's a king size payday. So I'm not certain because it's king size, but it's payday. Did you go to that house? There's a guy dressed up in there like Prince's genitalia. But here's the, here's the thing. Watch him call it. Like he is giving away rolls of quarters. It's uh, like ten bucks a quarters. Listen, that house. There is a man dressed up like all the genitalia. And he's only giving out bit of honeys, so let's just yeah. be clear. So, that might be a crime, actually. <laughs> Maybe against the law. I saw his dick, boobs, butt, and vagina, and I got some neck wafers, so the crime did not fit the punch. You know what? I, I say that if he's going to do it, he embraces it, and he sits on a lawn chair on the porch. Yeah. yeah. Let don't, him know what they're yeah, getting And into. wave. This man talks a big game, but I have to believe that if a child came to his house and opened the door, he wouldn't just open it, dressed up as all the genitalia, and then be like, sup? Hey. What are I'm you, embarrassed. What are you? Oh, you're a ninja turtle. You'll know what I am later. Daddy's going to tell. Daddy's gonna take you home and give you the worst talk of your entire life that anyone's ever received. That may be, to, to explain that costume to a child may, be, may constitute child abuse. I'm not, I can't say for sure. And then, like, well, honey, this was a great Halloween, but now for your own good, I have to murder you. Yeah. yeah. Eight years later, that child is going to be a senior in high school. It's going to be the night of his senior prom. He's going to pull down his girlfriend's thing and then be like, hmm, this isn't how I know it to be. This isn't how I learned it. Maybe it's maybe it's a diagram costume. It's like slim good body. You know, it's slim, oh, no. sl- slim bad body. <laughs> just shows you all the bad things. Hey, people, where's your boob this. dick? This is this is. I don't even what know the what the hell. To... What's this bait and switch? This is just like a normal vagina. You've only got the one. I need all four. <laughs> I can't finish. I can't. It's, uh... Save me, Prince. Save me, Prince. Hey. Uh, the only girl for me is Prince. Uh, I... I recently met a girl in a bookstore. She works there. And I really liked her, so next time I went there, I asked her out. She said she can't, but I can always come by for tea at the bookstore, which is also a tea shop. I'm pretty sure that means she has a boyfriend. She was very nice, and then every time I go there, we end up talking for a few minutes. Should I go and ask her for that tea, or just move away from this city, Mitch in Romania? Did you say Mitch or Dracul? (laughs) Well, Dracul... Here's the deal. I don't know if she has a boyfriend or not, but she doesn't want to have that tea with you. Whoa. I, I know. Travis. I was um I was reading in a book and I wanted and I forget the name of the book, the title escapes me. Uh but it, it's a book about uh etiquette. And in that book they introduced the idea of the Brad Pitt test, which I think is a wonderful, wonderful tool that everyone can implement in their day to day lives. If Brad Pitt asked a girl out at the tea shop, she wouldn't, it wouldn't even be an issue. 
That uh-huh. she would have that tea. She would go wherever. Mm-hmm. If she wanted to have this date with you, it would have gone down. Yeah. That's what I that's what I'm saying. I'm too. not comfortable with the idea of every man on earth evaluating himself compared to Brad Pitt. How many steps down from no, Brad Pitt? No, no, no. No, I don't think that's it. What it sounds like to me is it's it's a criteria of People will often say, like, well, she couldn't do it because she was at work, or she couldn't do it because, you know, she has a boyfriend. But the deal is, she said no without saying no. She was being nice. Right. You got politely turned down for whatever reason. Maybe she has a boyfriend, maybe she doesn't. But, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, like, you got turned down. You have a great way of saving face because you already went, you already go there. Just go and enjoy her in the lady zoo that is her job and and appreciate her there. I have a... Uh, another idea, and that is that you need to give her the Paul Giamatti test. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that is, if she would go out with Paul Giamatti, she would probably go out with you. What are her standards like? Yeah. Maybe you need to meet this boyfriend, and maybe he's just a real uggo pile of crap. I feel like if you compare yourself to Brad Pitt on a day-to-day, you're going to lose your mind. If you compare yourself to Paul Giamatti in any field other than acting, <laughs> of which he is superb and sublime, um, then then it's gonna go much much better for your for your self esteem. Can we for once just take it easy on Paul Giamatti on one of these shows? <laughs> no, Please. you know why he's out there doing it every day, Griffin. He's but he's so good. I saw him in Ides of March. I wept, and his part wasn't even particularly sad. Um, <laughs> it was actually rather a happy part. It was. Um, um, but but he's Ides of March filmed in Cincinnati, starring Billy Jace. Yeah, that's true. He. He looks like a. What are those creatures? He looks like a big toe. Looks, no, like a sleaze stack. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently been entered into a. Rela- we can't just that. bounce off that subject by me saying that Paul Giamatti looks like a sleaze stack. That's usually when one of the two of you chides me, and I say, "I'm sorry, Paul Giamatti." We got to come. Know, sometimes, got- Griffin, you just nail it. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you just leave you you and Paul Giamatti live in your own. Like <laughs> parallel universe together, and you, if you want to make amends with him, you go to his house. I'm tired of you using our show as a platform to apologize to Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Griffin? Buy a fucking personal ad and say you're sorry to Paul from now on, because I'm tired of y- using MBMBM as a bully pulpit to apologize for bullying Paul Giamatti. It's done. It's over. Hey with. guys, can, can I, we cut out cyberbullying of Paul Giamatti? Can I please? just say one thing though? Yeah, as long as it's not directly a uh, direct address to Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul, if you're <laughs> not as much, Paul, I recently entered into a relationship with this girl. I would like to who... issue a statement to all Paul Giamatti's, <laughs> and that is that I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, I'm... Paul's. There's a Paul Paul's Giamatti so in sorry. Idaho right now that's like crying. Messrs. I... Giamatti, I apologize for my actions and words. <laughs> I'm going to get through this question. I have recently entered into a relationship with this girl who has been out of a long-term relationship for a short time, as have I. One thing that kind of bothers me, and I'm not sure if I'm in the wrong here, but about 99% of her Facebook profile pictures are her kissing her ex-boyfriend. Am I in the wrong for being concerned with this? Is it okay to request these be removed? Ocarina in Ohio. I don't believe that this young man is in Ocarina, no, but go on. No, he is not a he is not a sweet potato shaped uh, flute. I think what needs to be removed is you. You gotta go, and I'll tell you why. Because anybody who 
99% of their Facebook profile pictures. Let me let me say again. If she has 100 Facebook profile pictures, <laughs> 99 of them are pictures of her kissing somebody. That's not okay in in any language. <laughs> can, I, can I... Can we just, like talk about this issue specifically and this really is a is kind of a a bugbear with me but your profile picture on facebook or any other social networking service should be an attractive well-framed picture of your head and shoulders and it should be a headshot and it should that's be a headshot it. it should be a professionally taken headshot it has to adhere to the rule of thirds i want lighting to be Mm -hmm. yes uh, appropriate and it should be at least at least two years recent yeah yeah within the last two years because i'm tired of these motherfuckers your baby stop it your dog weird color design Uh, what the fuck is that uh, you with other people hi which one are you like I, I I don't I don't know how to address you because I don't know what you look like. I don't know if I need to talk to you like you're a fat person or not. Like I don't know <laughs> if you're living your life that way. The kids drive me crazy. Why are you letting your baby have a face? Why does this baby have a Facebook and why does Breakfast of Champions his favorite book? Like mm-hmm. stop it, baby. I agree. Um also don't put I don't want to see you as a cartoon. I don't yeah. want to see you as a Mad Men cartoon. Is that still I a wanna- thing? I want to just see you. I w- just be yourself. Let me see your face. I need it. Now, back to this guy's problem. Are you in the wrong for being concerned about this? Is it okay to request they be removed? Um, it's not okay is the problem. No, they shouldn't be there no. in the first place. Like, my girlfriend, her Facebook profile is just 100 pictures of dudes' butts. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> not okay. Yeah, I think the whole situation is just weird. So maybe you don't say anything and see how it shakes out. And you just accept that it's already weird. Or you go down the list and you like each one. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just comment, nice. Oh, I like Like this. this. Like this smooch. Everything's looking good here. (laughs) Let's try this one out tonight. You you guys look really in love. Mm -hmm. That must have been such a pleasant time in your life. Mm. I'm sorry you had second best with me. Oh, is this? The, I bet is, you're sad. This is over. Is this the Applebee's on third? This looks so nice. <laughs> Let's go there. You and me and him, if you want. Yeah, I have a fun come. idea. Let's recreate all these pictures. <laughs> It'll be like the the soldier kissing his lady on V Day. We'll just go to these <laughs> these hit locations and reenact these loving moments. Oh God! I don't have a picture of you kissing anybody on Facebook. And guess what? If you do have that picture, and you think. You're about to break up with this person. Like, the, as soon as the idea enters your mind, you delete every single one of those pics. And if they notice, like, hey, what happened to all our kiss pics? It's got to go. It's got to end your, right then. That's your entry into the situation. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping I would. you wouldn't notice because now I do have to, in fact, cut this off. Please, please come into my office, Bradley. <laughs> Bradley, um, your performance lately. We really appreciate the time that you've committed to this relationship over the last couple of months. But in this economy, um, it just seems like the kiss pics and the cutesy poking on Facebook, it's ruined. Um, and we're going to have to let you go. Can we please start breaking up with people and blaming the economy? Just calling it. <laughs> just, it's like, listen, layoffs are all over. I just <laughs> I haven't recovered from 9-11 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to bounce Listen, back. Listen, everything changed on that day. Yeah. 
a faithful day. Yeah. And that includes my love for you. So, yeah. So, um, listen, just leave your name tag with Darcy on the way out, I guess. Um, I, I want to hear Griffin's last question. But first, real quick housekeeping stuff. Uh, this is my brother, my brother, and me. We're at mbmbam.com. We're on Tweedo at mbmbam is our username. Uh, we love it when people tw- talk about our show using the mbmbam hashtag. Uh, I know Carly Violet did uh, Nick Claus Guillermo. Um, Croco Swine is still there with YHT and John Kehoe and Invader Sham. Everybody, uh, Mr. Daniel Dixon, everybody, or Jowman, everyone has been super uh, nice in promoting our show on that on that service. And and I want to throw out um, Brento Floss and I just uh, did a video where we talk about this podcast and talk about his webcomic, talk about all that stuff. Uh, it's very funny and more than anything, I just wanted to say it was great catching up with my dear friend Brento Floss. So thanks, Brent. Um, and I also want to thank Letty Van Hemmer and Nick Rose for pimping us in Meat Space in the real world. Thank you guys very much. That's like how much. When you make that. <clears throat> tweets with your mouth, mouth tweets, uh, mouth tweets. We are going to have, if we do not already, I, I'm not, I don't think we have this right this second, but I would not be surprised if by the time you listen to this, this is is active. But we have a brand new, uh, my brother, my brother, me T-shirt headed to MaxFunStore.com uh, from our friends at Topodico. It is a should I say what it is, or should I just let people discover for themselves? It's, it's a, it is a, a fully erect penis with boobs, button <laughs> on it. Yeah, it's the gonna, whole shebang. It's called the whole shebang. Is the name of the shirt? Check out Max. And whole is spelled H O L E. Oh fuck! Well, there's your episode title. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, we'll tweet about it when it goes live, but um, keep an eye out for for uh, uh, Max Fun Store. I don't think it, iTunes will let us com. put a thing on it called the H O. Uh, there's all this look. It's an opportunity to do research. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winners for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed," uh, which a bunch of other people got on Twitter today and said they started listening to, and then it's fucking dope. And yeah, if you could take a second to thank thank at John Roderick, mm-hmm. um, tell him you got you got on board with us. Uh, we want him to like us and think we're great. So yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so thank you. We're not needy. It's not a big deal. Griffin. I'm a little needy. Uh, this, this one was sent in by Lisa Hollowfield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Florix, who asks, Did anyone else hated Alan Alda and MASH? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs> <laughs>